Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is Kelly Clarkson. Welcome to Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. The very first podcast dedicated to the original idol, Kelly Clarkson. Here are your hosts, Jeremy and Pam. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. I'm Jeremy. Yeah, what was that? This is the demo version of our podcast. It's it's uh, not quite it's not quite perfect. We're just working out some stuff. Okay. We're working out <laughs> stuff, guys. Um anyway, hey guys, welcome to Miss In Podcast. Today we're doing an episode. Um we touched on a bit when was that last year, maybe? I don't yeah. you know. I don't know what time is anymore, but <laughs> we were a little nervous to do this episode about a year ago because it was all about like demos and un released tracks and leaks and we were like is this allowed to be spoken about it was one of those little <laughs> things like yeah we weren't really sure but we did it and rca has not asked us to take the episode down well we didn't so, put any clips or anything in it no, so but fine. we like we like mentioned stuff whatever but they are the, the songs that shall not be named yeah um so we kind of jeremy thought let's do sort of a updated episode but instead we're going to do it with like, hey, we're going to choose 12 songs that could be leaks, demos, songs that she's performed live that just never made it out anywhere. And we're going to choose 12 of them to put on a- our fantasy album. Yeah. So we're going to make an album out of the demos. Um, you know, it's funny because the the prime time when albums were leaking and demos were flying around was kind of the mid 2000s into like the early 20 teens and you know, and maybe it's because I'm, I'm not in that world where I'm looking for this kind of stuff anymore but is it my imagination Pam or do we just not get album leaks as much as we used to anymore yeah I can't think of any that have happened in the last couple of years um I think maybe the only time I've really seen quote-unquote a leak and I don't even know if it's a leak is when say someone lives in like Australia or like Japan like over that side of the world where they get releases before the u.s canada uk whatever so they'll like release the song being like hey it's out here i know you're not getting it for 12 hours like that's kind of the only thing i can really think of i mean i'm sure there are leaks obviously but i haven't thought of any with kelly in quite a while yeah I, i don't think it's been since the stronger album yeah. Really, since we've got any true, honest to goodness leaks. And, you know, it's funny because I've had this question in my head, and I think I want to ask it next time we have uh, Jason Halbert on the show is I want to know how is it that songs were leaking in the early 2000s? And then what happened to stop it? Because, like you said, you don't really hear about it all that much anymore. Uh, every once in a great while it happens, but. Not really so much. I think that uh, record companies and producers and artists have figured out the way to kind of lock everything down a lot better. And you just don't see the albums floating around quite like you used to. But that said, we do have a sort of a wealth of leaked and unreleased songs from Kelly Clarkson that are out there. A lot of them are older. Um, I would say they were be stronger or earlier recordings. And so we decided since they're they're just sort of out there in the ether and there's definitely more that we don't even know about. I mean, Jason has uh, and other band members have told us like there are songs that they recorded either full blown or in demo form that are just sitting on hard drives somewhere. There's dozens and dozens. But these are the ones that we know about. These are the ones that got out into the wild. And so we thought, hey, let's just cobble together an album and see what we would do with it. Yeah, and I need to give a shout out to someone on Twitter. This was just a weird, plain coincidence. Um, at Casey isn't canceled on Twitter, uh, mentioned wrote a tweet the other day, actually yesterday, saying petition for Kelly Clarkson to re-record her unreleased songs that put them out as an album. So I saw that and I was like, "Well, funny you mention that. We have an episode coming out <laughs> soon all about this." And I think some people were like. Do you know something we don't know? I'm like, no, this is just our like hopes and desires, and it's never going to happen. And yeah, I just thought it was kind of funny that we're, we're not the only ones thinking this. Yeah. So what we're going to do is uh, Pam and I have each selected 12 songs, and we're each going to go through and build 
our album of the unreleased songs from Kelly. And I, I mean, I don't know about you, Pam. I actually went through and picked a couple of songs that I would even consider for singles. So I don't know if you've done that as well for your album, but I thought it would be fun to maybe pick a couple of songs that could be released from these hypothetical albums. Yeah. I chose some songs that could be singles. I didn't like be like, well, this has to be the first one and this has to be the third one. I didn't go that far. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, Yeah. I would say so. I have a couple here that I could see as singles, so I can do that on the fly. All right. So, so do you want to rock, paper, scissors over who builds their album first? You can just go first. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> you can go first. <laughs> so I probably put a way too much thought into this. Um, when Pam and I first got on for our recording today, uh, she had said that it was a bit of a, a time capsule or, you know, kind of blast from the past when you go back and you listen to these songs. And it's interesting to go back and listen to these songs because they, I mean, the further away from them that we get, the more dated they sound. And also you have to take into account that they are not finished, polished, mastered songs. These are demos that are very rough. They're not intended to sound really great and right down to Kelly's vocal. So, um, you know, you, you have to take that into account when you're, you know, judging whether these are good songs or not because they're a fraction. I mean, they were these were never intended to be heard in this particular form. So you have to remember that. I think another thing just to also mention um, is that, like, for me, I really try putting these in, like, some sort of, like, flow that, like, mm-hmm. might make sense sonically. But at the same time, some of this is not going to work out because there are songs from so many different, like, years and time periods and eras that just – it's not like they were all created with the intention of all being on the same album. So yeah. it's going to sound a little, a little funky, but we'll make it work. Yeah. And I'll be the first one to admit that I don't remember off the top of my head where each of these songs came from in what eras. Again, the majority of them are going to be from like the, my December, all I ever wanted stronger sort of era. I mean, it's that's sort a of the couple breakaway maybe sprinkled in, yeah, but that's really yeah. it. But for the most part, that's sort of where these songs sit. So you're thinking 2007 to 2011 uh, is about the time frame when most of these songs came out. So I'll begin to build my album. My first song, my first track is Getaway. I really, really dig the chorus on this song. I think there's a lot of potential in this song. And it, it for me, it just it popped off and said, this is what you start your album with is a song like this. Um I don't have a ton of like, you know, in-depth, you know, conversation about each individual song. I just, I did really do like the chorus on this song. So I threw it on there. Um, The next song on my unreleased album is a song that a lot of people know, not because of getting a copy of it via unreleased or demo, but a lot of us heard it in concert. And I picked All I Know for my second song on my album. Good choice. We obviously we obviously know that uh, she performed that. Was it the Addicted Tour? Uh, let me look at my notes. This may or may not be on my list. <laughs> um, I think it was either the Hazel Eyes or the Breakaway Tour. I think. Okay. Okay. So it was roughly around that area. Yeah. But anyway, I know a lot of people dig the song. I mean, this is actually one of the few unreleased songs that has been mentioned publicly around Kelly. I mean, she obviously mentioned it because she performed it on tour, but she recently had a couple of fans on the Kelly Clarkson show. And one of them, she had gotten a tattoo of the lyrics. Is that right? Or my, oh, or no, they, it was their, it was their favorite song. Yeah. I, I know the video you're talking about. It was like within the last couple of months, it was pretty recent. Yeah. I can't remember the, the exacts, but they like meant they name dropped this song, which I was like, what? Who are these yeah. people? They are awesome. And, he, and even she was like, okay, whoa, your fans, that's a deep cut because it's not even on an album. So she knew she was dealing with real fans there. Uh, and I know that the song got really great response on tour. You know, there's the, the bootlegs that are floating around out there that I think, you know, a lot of fans have and. There's just been a general swell of love for this song. It's probably not the most loved unreleased song. And I'm calling it an unreleased song because we don't have a proper demo of it. We simply have the bootleg version of it, but it is a really loved song and I do like it. I think it's got some potential. I think it could be built on based off of what was given to us in concert. It was very, very stripped down. I think that there is 
a possibility there for some building of the instrumentation, but I think the bones are there for that song. Uh, the song that is probably the most loved unreleased song is also on my demo slash unreleased songs album. And Don't comes in at track number three. This is my first of four choices for songs that could be released as singles. Yeah, this is on my list too. I won't get too into it. I'll save it for mine. But yeah, um, such a fan favorite. And... Well, just going back to all I know, I can't believe she remembered that track, even when someone yeah. was mentioning it. That kind of blows my mind. Because we give her a lot of crap for what we she we think that she doesn't remember. Yeah. Because like, she, she can be very scatterbrained. So maybe she does remember a lot more than we give her credit for. Like anytime I see these like like the karaoke classics on the, the uh, talk show, I'm like, she remembers this song? Oh my God. <laughs> and like, I know like for all of us, we're like, yeah, we listen to it all the time, but- you know, these are songs that she would perform occasionally or at nauseum during one tour and then forget about. So like, yeah. you know, her singing maybe or all I ever wanted, I, my mind was blown. So the fact <laughs> that she knew all I know, I'm like, whoa, crazy. But anyway, going back to Don't, um, it is definitely one of those fan favorite songs that people, even though like that was performed maybe back in like 2005-ish, people mm-hmm. are still, they still talk about it. They do. Yeah. And, that's, and we did that's the late, point of, that's a that's the proof of a good song. Yeah, and I think it was I mean god it was probably what 10 years later when we finally got an unreleased demo of the song. So they did record it with the intention of uh considering it for an album release. And I think also there might be a sentimentality factor when it comes to that song because I think that was sort of one of the first songs that she ever performed and said hey this is a song that's going to be for a future project and then it never saw the light of day and so when you're a fan and you're craving new music even though you know you've had a new album within the last year and you hear this everybody gravitated towards this song and i mean it got passed around like wildfire i mean i think that you know it was the must-have collection piece you know early on in kelly's career because it was this sort of unknown song that kind of felt like it just belonged to the fans because no normal person had a copy of it we kind of felt special having it and i think that it just sort of holds a special place in your mind and in your heart when it's one of the first uh there were you know i mean all i know is is another one and come here was another one like that where they were the very early kinds of songs that she sort of half promised that we were going to get full versions of, but then it never happened. But and, I mean, of the three, don't is the one that we actually got a demo of down the road. Yeah. And like, honestly, now that I think about it, we don't really get that from her very often. We got it a, a good amount. We, there are a couple songs we'll talk about more because I have a lot of them on my list mm-hmm. that we got a lot during the multiple breakaway era tours. We got a lot of those like, Hey, I'm working on this. And then never. And then I, there are, aren't that many more there are a couple like that she performed during say like the all I ever wanted era or the stronger era but there really weren't that since then there haven't been that many songs that she's performed on tour that she's like testing yeah it's never the case if she's testing anything it's usually like an album track that's already out that she's like do i want to perform this i'll try it out but it's never like a brand new song from scratch that no one's heard it's been a while and i don't think we're gonna get that kind of Thing to happen with no. her ever again because no. and we've sort of talked about this on the show that kelly is kind of starting to transition into sort of a greatest hits artist yep. where she goes out she may be promoting an album she might play several songs from that new, new album but then the rest of her stuff is going to be the hits because that's what a lot of people are paying for when they come to see her perform and she just has such a catalog now that she can draw from that. She doesn't have to rely on, okay, hey, I don't have enough songs to to really beef up a good set list, so I want to try out a song that I'm kind of thinking about recording. It we're not going to I don't I don't think we're going to ever see that again from her. I mean, her shows are going to continue to get more and more polished and we are going to see, you know, it's going to be a very cutthroat which songs make her set list moving forward. All right, uh, my fourth song for my unreleased demos album is going to be Naked Eye. Ooh, good choice. Yeah, I really love the hook of this song. And this is another one of those songs that's a bit of an earworm for me. You know, every once in a while, I'll be, you know, just 
doing whatever around the house and I'll just out of nowhere be saw it with my naked eye and then I just trail <laughs> off. That's all I sing. I don't I mean for as much as I love the hook of the song, I don't even sing that part. I just sing like the first line and then I move on and you know and or I'll just sing that over and over and over again and then I end up having to go and track the song down and listen to it. But uh I just I dig this song. I I really like it. Um again, like I said the the hook does what it's supposed to do. It really grabs me hangs in there and it's just a fun song. And I, I would easily, I mean, that was one of the no brainers to put on the, my demos album. Um, for anyone listening, if you are a newer fan or just aren't aware of a lot of these songs, um, there are a bunch on YouTube and in my research for this episode, cause like I had some of these, I'm in my like iTunes that I never use anymore. And, but some uh-huh. of them I didn't, I'd say a lot of it's on YouTube. If you can't find it on YouTube, honestly, just go to Google and type the song in and go to the video section because that will populate websites other than YouTube, mm-hmm. like Daily Motion and things like that. There's a couple of, of songs on Daily Motion, which is a YouTube competitor. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. So you're, you know, not just being like, oh my God, it's not on YouTube. I can't find it anywhere. Do a little bit more, more research. Um, yeah. That's my little pro tip. Yeah, they're out there. The songs are out there. Um, I think they've sort of, they've stopped fighting, trying to hide them or get them yeah. away. They just figure, okay, these songs are out there. They are what they are. Uh, my next song is Tell Me a Lie. Ooh, One Direction. <laughs> yeah, I know that this is actually, uh, I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's one of the few songs that uh, ended up going to another artist. And yes, One Direction ultimately uh, ended up recording this song. But I really do like Kelly's version um, the melody is really great. The chorus is really great. Uh, it's just an all around fun song. Um, I mean, the the hook every single time, you know, tell me that I'm a screwed up mess. Like, love it. Love, love, love this song. I never understood the lyrics. Like, yeah, I don't know. I thought the lyrics were kind of silly. I think it's a fantastic song. Like, I love the melody and it's just fun. But I'm just like, I don't know. The lyrics always just puzzled me a bit. But yeah, it's all a good one. This is another song that I chose as a potential single from my unreleased demos album. Uh, my next two songs, I'm a little I, I can't remember because, again, there's just so much Kelly content throughout her career to try to remember. Um, you know, we're supposed to be the so-called authorities on some of this information and we screw it up all the time. So <laughs> forgive me if I get this wrong. I don't think these were officially released, but. There's a chance that they were released on other versions of the album overseas. And I'm talking about the My December record. Uh, the next two songs I have are from those sessions. The first one is After the Love. I I remember when I got a hold of this song, I really, really loved it. I loved it a lot. And I think this is even more, it's past the demo stage. I think it may even be a fully produced, finished version. And that's why I keep thinking that this and uh, and my next song is is empty handed. I I think both of those songs I keep thinking that they got put on like a overseas version, but is that a is that a fever dream I'm having? I think so. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure cuz I remember when when after the love came out, I'm pretty sure. That's the one that's like a little bit more like I don't want to say countryish, but like doesn't have like a, a little, little like, a little like twang to it, like yeah. inst- instrumentally. Um I feel like after the love there were a, that leaked with a couple of other songs. Yeah, I think it, it. I think it leaked with "Empty Handed" and "Did You." Is that was that what it was? Okay. Yeah, there was because I know that the, I always pair those three songs together in everything because I think they all came out at the same time. Yeah, I don't think they were actually released, but I think okay. they were like almost nearly done. And I think a lot of people were like, "Whoa, we have a full finished song. That's crazy." Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I have always loved this song. You know, I I never skip it when it comes up on my phone. So I listened to it. Uh, and I, and I've already sort of given away my next one, uh, empty handed. Uh, I love this song. I have always loved this song. And I picked both of these as my other two choices for potential singles off the album. I just think that it's a really good song. It's got great lyrics. I love the music. The melody is good. There's just a lot going for this song. And I think that it would have actually fit, I think on the, my December album might've even made it, uh, uh, a little bit better even. Um, I just I really like both of these songs, so I'm kind of I'm doing sort of my my explanation together of these two. But uh, "Empty Handed" is another one that I I love the chorus of that song. The hook is really really good, 
And I don't have a lot of notes on it, but it's just a really, really good tune. Yeah. I don't really have any notes either. Okay. <laughs> um, my next song was was one that I, I think it was the last one I added to my album because I just kept trying to figure out, okay, is this the right one for this? Because there's a, there's a couple of demos that are out there where I think they were trying to experiment with Kelly going a little like electronic, a little Ooh, I'm more excited where this is going, a little more like um, auto tune. There's a little more EDM sort of uh, influence in the songs. The one that I picked is I can't lose. It it has a little bit of a retro vibe, like kind of like an eighties retro vibe yeah. going on with it. Um, I don't know. There's just something about this song. Like I said, the other ones that are out there that have like some auto tune to them, like they're, I mean, again, we're judging off of unfinished projects, but they're not great. Like they're just, mm, they're just okay. Um, you know, the auto tune kind of thing doesn't work spectacularly for Kelly. Um, you know, we, we got sort of a little bit of a taste of that, uh, with some of the songs that were that were included on albums. Uh, I'm glad that they didn't lean into those styles too much. But of the songs that are sort of in this vein, I picked I Can't Lose um, just because I love the retro vibe of it all. Are you throwing shade to medicine? No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, no, no. Would no, not. you're good. Um, yeah, I like when like we – I have a couple on my list that are like very out of Kelly's element, and I – I, I appreciate them trying because uh -huh. sometimes it works. Sometimes yeah. you're like, eh, eh, but that's okay. But um, I like all this like kind of experimentation with different kinds of sounds. That's like my mm -hmm. goal for her. I think I said this a couple of weeks ago about like what we want from a future album. At this point, like I'm pretty flexible with what I want her to with what she does. I just want it to sound fresh. Yeah, that's my thing. Sure, I get that. Uh, my next song on this, uh, I think, is a song that has some big potential. Um, it's a pretty rough edit that we got uh, in the demo, but it does have a really nice big chorus, uh, and that is Call Me. Oh. I really like this song. Oh, God. That is just like, you're right. This has so much potential. I feel like this could even be like on like a movie soundtrack. Mm -hmm. It's just such a good song lyrically and the melody and the song structure i think they nailed it and like i can't imagine what it would have sounded like as like a full fully finished project yeah the one thing that i sort of i laugh at when i was when i was writing the song down and when i was kind of thinking about it was does this just even the title does it sound dated oh my god because they're calling someone yeah, because I mean, people still use the phone. I know, but there's just there's something about text me. <laughs> I don't know. I FaceTime mean, me. <laughs> I mean, Britney Spears has a song called "Email My Heart." I mean, you know, so that's true. I mean, there was a was it Kristen Bell and uh, was it Straight No Chaser or some like acapella group put out a song called "Text Me Merry Christmas." <laughs> That, around the holidays gonna be, that's gonna be so dated like yeah like some of those songs you know just sound dated with the references that they make in the song i mean you want to talk about dated references in songs go back and listen to any like rap or hip-hop song that came out in like the 90s or the early 2000s and they're like rapping about pagers and that sort of thing like it just, it'll make you it'll make you laugh um but yeah there's something that's like it made me kind of chuckle when I wrote call me and I'm like, Oh, that just sounds awful. <laughs> I think like, I think calling is, I think it's just, I mean, we're getting way off topic here. I think like calling in some form will always be within our culture of how we communicate. Yeah. I mean, I suppose like when you FaceTime somebody, I mean, yes, a lot of people say you FaceTime, but you're still calling them. Yeah. You're calling, you're calling them. You're just you're like, calling on them. You're just doing like, a, it's like a different medium, a different, whatever. It's not like fax me. I don't know. <laughs> I, have go, I have to go see if there's like an old O-Town song or something called Fax Me or something. <laughs> O-Town. Fax Me Your Love. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. I need to Google to see if there are any songs out there that have fax in the lyrics. I'm sure there are. <laughs> I'm sure. Wow. Uh, all right. I got three songs left on my unreleased demo album. My next one is Whoever Did That Wasn't Me. Um, and I think this is part of the country project, or at least it was recorded around the time of 
the country project itself. Uh, love the lyrics, love the country sound to it, and I dig the chorus as well. Um, I really just like that whole like ooh ooh like I I love that in the song. Um, it's a it's a cute song. I mean, for me, like we're you know we're sort of down at the bottom of the list of my songs for the album, so this is probably going to be what would be considered like an album track for the record. But um, I still dig the song. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know if I dug too far because there are a lot of like country-ish demos that she did that are out there. It's not, you know, ultra country sounding like a Mrs. Like a Mrs. Right. Yeah. But it's, you know, still has that like nice, you know, acoustic guitar kind of a country feel. Uh, my 11th song on the album is another one. And this might actually have also been another one that, that leaked around the time of my December and maybe even around the same time as like after the love and empty handed was drowning. Mm. And I, this is one of the few songs that I know as a demo, there's a lot of like love or hate for this song. Um, Cause I, I know that I've, I've been in debates about this song with fans. I mean, going back to the message boards when it first came out um, again, there's something about this song. It's, it's, it's very unpolished in the version that we have, but there's just something about it that I really like. You know, the chorus is good again. Um, I don't know. I, I like this song. There's there's something about a lot of those demos around the My December time that I really, really do love. I mean, I kind of go back and forth about, you know, which album had the best demos. And I part of me is going to say My December every time. And I, and I really don't know why. I think I just, it had almost the one of the most. I think that also helps. Yeah, because I think a lot of the demos that we got, because there were a lot of demos around Stronger, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but I think that was also, we got a lot of like the country experiments in that time as well. And I mean, I mean, I think we even got a bunch of demos of the actual songs from stronger. Cause I know I have a good, you know, half dozen of them. I have a, you can't win demo that I prefer. Oh yeah. I know I the prefer- exact one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I prefer that. Cause her, the, it's basically her the way that her vocals are in the chorus. I think it. I think it sounds a lot better than the yeah. actual version. But right. All right, and uh, one more song on my unreleased demo album. I'm finishing off my album. I, I like sometimes when Kelly finishes off her albums with uh, with ballads, and there are you know a, a decent amount of ballads on on this album. She doesn't have a. I mean, she's got enough up tempo stuff that are demos, but I think she definitely has more ballads that are demos. And I put, I wish I could be lonely instead. Oh, good one. I like this one because it feels a little sober-esque in its construction. It does have kind of a build to it. It also gives me like 80s U2, like Joshua Tree vibes a little bit, which I kind of like. Um, yeah, there's I just, there's a lot to like about this song, musically especially. Um, so I thought that that'd be a nice little easy capper off to the end of the album. Yeah, I like I like that your list was so eclectic mm-hmm. because I think her demos are literally all over the place. Yeah, and uh, I also really appreciate that I think we only had maybe two of the same songs, which oh, I good. was very nervous about. Yeah, I was very nervous, being like, "Are we going to just start doing the same damn songs?" But no, our yeah. our lists are very different. All right, so I'm going to run down my uh, my track listing one more time. So my track listing for my unreleased demo album: "Get Away," "All I Know." Don't, Naked Eye, Tell Me a Lie, After the Love, Empty Handed, I Can't Lose, Call Me, Whoever Did That Wasn't Me, Drowning, and I Wish I Could Be Lonely Instead. That's a solid list. And I I feel like your list also has a lot of the demos that are like, you got to know your stuff. Yeah. I feel like mine might be a bit more mainstream, but that's okay. Mainstream okay. unreleased demos. I <laughs> yes. Love. Well, you'll you'll see why. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like half of these I've spoken about at nauseum already, so I apologize. But if you've listened to the podcast, you know my taste, maybe. Okay. Yeah. So the first song I chose, which I feel doesn't fit the re- anything else that I chose, which is fine, is uh, You Need to Shut Your Pretty Face. Oh, yeah. I, first of all, I think the, I think the message is funny, but I just... This is kind of where I thought you were getting at with the little more like the EDM overproduction, you know, upbeat kind of vibe. This is where I was – I thought you were going to pick this and I'm kind of glad you didn't. I'm glad you went in a different direction. And I don't know. For some reason, like 
the song starts with just the vocal right in your face. And I think that's a fantastic way to start an album. Just right in your face, get you really hooked in. Yeah. So I've always loved this one. Um, the next one I chose is a complete 180 departure is Baby Blue Eyes. Oh, yeah. Which is, I think it may have been for the Breakaway album or Thankful. I don't even remember. Yeah, this was this is an early, early one. It was one of the first two albums. And uh, it's one of the songs that like when it leaked, I paid zero attention to. And it wasn't until recent years that I was actually like, let me give this more of a listen. And like, wow, it's fantastic. It's mm-hmm. so soulful, a little like kind of like sexy, like it has great runs as well. Like it's definitely not finished, but it's more than just like a demo. It's I think they did a really good job with it. And I would love to hear her perform this live. I know it's never going to happen, ever. Yeah. But I feel like she would do justice live because it's so not overproduced. I think this is one of those songs that might be sitting in the you know the RCA vault, so to speak, which isn't a real thing, but it's a you know hypothetical thing. I think this could be one of those songs that's sitting out there somewhere that actually might have a chance of surfacing years down the road. Maybe, you know, if, if RCA decides to do a cash grab with Kelly and they put out a, you know, unreleased collection or something, or I don't know, maybe, maybe it shows up on an anniversary edition of thankful or breakaway. I don't, I don't know. There's a, there's a chance. Um, But I think of, you know, thus far of the songs that we have, um, maybe I would put don't up there. Uh, this has probably the best chance of actually seeing a release of some kind. I have another one on the list that we may add to that. Okay. Yeah. The next one I have is a song that I think she performed on the Addicted Tour only. Um, it's a song called Anymore. Yep. And, uh, you know, I feel like this and All I Know were like... I feel like when people talk about the songs that were performed on the Breakaway era tours that were not released, these two always get bunched up anymore yep. and all I know. Anymore, I think, has a lot of vibes that are similar to Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think it's better than Yeah. And of course, Yeah was the one that went on my December and they totally botched the production on that. Sorry. Um, much better live. But Anymore, I thought was just such this cool, sexy, like, almost like grungish kind of sound, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. And I just, there's, there was so much potential there and I don't know why they decided to just do away with it because it was a solid, it was a strong song. Maybe because it is such, it was such a departure from like, you know, America's Sweetheart. It's very like loud in your face, but I love this song and I really, really wish they did something like more with it. And I really wonder if they even ever went into the studio. I'm sure they probably did. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they arranged a whole song. I feel like they're not going to test something out if they don't even have any demo to speak for it. Yeah, I can't imagine them just putting something like this together at Soundcheck and being like, oh, we should consider this for the album. Right. Um, The next one I have is, I think, a sister song to Anymore and performed right around the same time is Come Here, which I know you uh, spoke about briefly just earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Come Here was definitely like the fan favorite from those those tours. Everyone just was like obsessed or maybe it was all in my head. I was obsessed with the song. Definitely was an o- uh, overshadowed anymore. But similar vibes. I mean, I'm pretty sure Come Here was about Graham Colton. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was. They were dating at the time. And uh, it's, again, just really sexy and upbeat and it just gets you amped up and wanting more and i think that's all that's what you need from a song often it's just to grab people in yeah it's a good pop rock song uh you know right when she was sort of at her apex of doing great pop rock um and you know again like i was saying earlier during my album that you know this is one of the early songs that we got that was promised to us but never came to fruition so I think that people really latched onto it because they thought, oh, this is my chance to get to know this song before it gets put on a proper album. And then, of course, it never happened. And so I think it just sort of hung with a lot of fans, especially a lot of OG fans from uh, from early on. Um, it's unfortunate that, you know, nothing recorded ever came to be. I would love to hear what this song ended up sounding like in the studio. 
Yeah, exactly. My next song is a song that I've spoken about a ton. And it is One More Yesterday, Daughtry Duet. This was probably maybe an obvious choice on my end. And I just think it's criminal, criminal that we have a pretty much a finished mixed mastered version from what I can tell. And nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And it, this will always – I know we we spoke, spoke about this recently in our What Happened To episode a couple weeks ago. I – it blows my mind. What would have prevented them from putting this out on either one of their albums? Like even as a bonus track, you know, yeah. a la Jason Aldean or whatever. Yeah. Like I – this would have – this is a, my first pick for a single. I think, you know, back in 20, 2010, 2011 when American Idol was still really relevant. So – you have two American Idol superstars. The show is still super popular. Like I don't think the voice is really that big or even on the air yet. I'm not sure. And um, this was also still like the type of music that was still popular. Your pop rock, your song that also could have gone to like your light FMs, like those adult contemporary. I just really think this could have been a this could have been a, a charting single. Yeah, it's so weird to think that. There were multiple chances for this song to be released, either on a, a Kelly or a Daughtry record, and it never made it. And it makes me wonder why. I think this could be on the list of the RCA vaults, you know? Oh, yeah. It could be. But th- at the same time, I don't know if, like, I don't even know if it went as far as the, um, like, I don't know who owns the masters for this. Did yeah. it? Did it get so far to a record label where they like, like either one of their labels? They might be both at the time were RCA, just with American Idol. But did it make it that far? Was this just a project that the two of them wanted to do as just like fellow artists, and they just went in and recorded it? Like there are so many questions here. Well, didn't didn't they record multiple songs together, or am I making that up? They might have. Okay. For some yeah, reason, I, I was thinking that they recorded more than one song as a duet, but maybe I'm thinking just of this one song. Um, yeah, and you know, it's unfortunate because you know, I don't, I don't see this song, you know, seeing the daylight anytime soon. And you know, fact is, is that you know, Daughtry isn't nearly as relevant anymore. Um, they haven't had you know a hit record in a while, so um, I don't, I don't know. I, I think this is just going to be one of those songs that. You know, a couple of lucky people have the MP3 on their hard drive somewhere and every once in a while they'll break it down and be like, hey, remember Daughtry? Yeah, he did a song with Kelly. Here it is. Um, Do we also know, is it, would this song be officially Daughtry featuring Kelly Clarkson or is it the other way around? Like, would it have been a, do we know if it was going to be for a Kelly project? I don't know if we know. I think a lot of people assumed it was maybe for like Stronger, Mm -hmm. but I don't think we actually got any sort of confirmation because I know... Well, no, I don't know for sure. I remember like Kelly's fan club back in the day did one of those like videos to tease this. Mm-hmm. And I remember like they had her in the studio. I think she had like her short blonde bob then. So it was probably 2010, give or take, just from my weird mental memory of that. Um, <laughs> and there was like a mystery guest. And like, I still don't know if we have confirmation if that was Daughtry or if that was Cara Diaguardi for The Sun Will Rise. I think, I don't know if we ever got confirmation, but. I don't – to answer your question, I don't know, and I don't think we actually know. I think we made assumptions that it was a Kelly featuring Daughtry, but I don't think we actually found out. And maybe they decided to not put it on Stronger because they already had her and Jason Aldean, and they had her and Cara Diaguardi. They didn't want it to make it sound like a duets album because, I mean, three duets on one solo record is is a lot. Um, so maybe they just said, okay, we've got two duets already. I mean, the Cara Diaguardi one is kind of an uncredited duet. Um, it yeah. doesn't come right. It's not coming right out and saying, you know, the sun will rise featuring Cara Diaguardi. You have to go to the liner notes to figure out it's her. But maybe they just decided that it was too many duets and maybe they'll hold on to the song for a future project. Maybe Daughtry didn't want it for his record. Maybe it didn't fit the vibe of his record. And then, you know, when the time came to put the track listing together for piece by piece, maybe that song didn't fit the vibe of the album. And so they just didn't include it. And that's the story of how a song just disappears. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe there is some, you know, disagreements with the songwriting or the songs, like sh- the the uh, splits with who owns what. We have no idea. Um, yeah. 
it's just it's really one of those mysteries but what a fantastic song mm-hmm. um all right my next song i know i've mentioned before that i love um it's called love in these eyes and it's another one of those songs that is it seemed like it was close to being finished so it was, and this definitely would have fit on this would have fit on breakaway this would have fit on my december hell it may have even even fit on stronger because it, it was definitely a little bit more emo and a little bit darker but it it definitely had like a melody and like a nice melody and it was still like upbeat and it got you amped up mm-hmm. and i love this song this maybe could be a single but it also may be a little too emo for top 40 not really sure i think <laughs> a lot of, i think it depends when it would have come out i do think so give this song to brandon yuri and have him make a panic at the disco version or something a 2006 panic at the disco not yeah. 2022 not the current version not the current not the current sound um we are here for the panic of the disco slander listen they're talented i just uh i love fever you can't sweat out i love that debut album yeah that's good that's really that's really all i liked anyway moving on um another song i've mentioned a lot is break the silence which i think is you know sort of similar ish to like a love in these eyes where it's Definitely pop, and there it's. I don't. I guess a little bit darker, but it's not like super depressing. But great harmonies, um, great build up. Maybe also could have been a single. I don't mm-hmm. know. But it, I, one more yesterday, love in these eyes and break the silence are my trifecta for just pop rock Kelly. Yeah, I don't know. I just I, love them. I have to admit, I haven't listened to Break the Silence in years. I don't, I don't even think I own a copy of it because it's it's just one of it's just another one of those demos that was floating out there. It's so good. Can I yeah. send it to you? Yeah, sure. Oh my I mean, gosh. I mean, I not that I condone that, but you know. No. We don't condone <laughs> file sharing. No, we don't. <laughs> Moving buy on. Buy your music, buy, kids. Unless you can't. Unless you can't. You, you can't buy this. This is not able to be purchased. And please do not come running to me asking for me to send you the file. It's probably <laughs> on YouTube or some, somewhere. Yeah, just look it up. Just look it up. Okay. Next one is one I forgot about. I mean, I know the song, but I just wasn't thinking about it in terms of this episode. And I was talking to Rob last night, and he mentioned the song. And I'm like, oh, shit, I have to put this on my list. Of course I do. It is the, I think, a fan favorite. You still won't know what it's like. Mm, good one. Great song. So to give everyone a little bit of context, this was a song that I'm pretty sure Kelly wrote possi- possibly with Jill and Kate. Um, I might be wrong on that, but they went, um, they did a trip to Africa. So I know like Kate's family is or was very involved with different like uh, orphanages in Africa. And I know Kelly has gone down there at least once or twice and this inspired uh, Kelly to write this song. And she debuted it at this charity event that they had called A Night for Hope uh, back in 2010 in Nashville. That's where she debuted the song. And, it, and everyone was like freaking out because it was such a beautiful song. So much that she ended up adding it to her regular set list on the first leg of the Stronger Tour. I don't think of it. I don't think it was the Bray section. I think it was the one with Matt Nathanson. Mm-hmm. She sang this every night. And we really all thought, and I think she did too, that it was going to end up being a single because there's a video, which I'm going to try to post sometime this week, of her performing it at the second A Night for Hope in 2012. And she mentioned something about her label, I'm pretty sure. So I really think it was like in the works and it just nothing ever came out of it. And this was maybe we should have added this to whatever happened to because this is yeah. a great question. Whatever happened to this song? It's beautiful. It's heartbreaking. It's honest, and it's well, I think one of the best songs she's written. You know, I wonder if because you because you said she performed this on the Stronger tour, so that means that it was either written too late to make the album or after the album came out, and. I think it was, it, I think she wrote in 2010. Okay. So, so, so maybe it was, you know, not quite the, maybe it's not quite the right vibe for the album, that sort of thing. You know, the, there's starting to become a pattern that I'm picking up here where I wonder if, because artists definitely do 
look at songs and, you know, they might know that they got a great song, but what will stop them? And, and I've heard this a million times is they say it just didn't fit the flow of the record. It didn't fit the vibe of the album. It's a great song. We love it, but it just didn't fit on the album because artists do try to be somewhat aware of the overall sound of an album. And it would be like if Kelly put out my December, but then threw in a country song in the middle of it. I mean, it just wouldn't have sounded right. It would have sounded completely out of place. And so they try to keep the same, you know, sort of vibe throughout an entire record. Well, I'm starting to wonder if there was such a shift between stronger and piece by piece. And I mean, quite honestly, you know, the elephant in the room here is that Brandon, you know, Brandon is the big change from stronger to piece by piece. And, you know, by the time piece by piece comes out, she's got river and her life is changing. Her relationship is in a really good place. I just wonder if a lot of those songs that she wrote pre like getting married and having kids maybe just didn't jive with how she felt anymore. And so she didn't put those kinds of songs on that album. Cause I mean, I think like, let's just say, you know, again, what if, if she weren't married, didn't have a kid when piece by piece came out, I wonder if some of these songs might've actually been on that album. Yeah. That's a great question. Cause I'm thinking timeline wise in the video I'm, I'm referencing it's from 2012. So after stronger came out and she mentions that she wants to release the song and have some of the proceeds go to helping these orphanages, which I thought was so, so nice of her and so awesome. And when you think about it, that was the end of 2012. Greatest Hits had just dropped, but Uh the next thing we got was Wrapped in Red. So you're right. We didn't really get like an original studio album from from her until Piece by Piece. And that was still two and a half, almost three years later. So just life changed and things changed. And one thing I will mention is you know, if this were now, different story because now people are regularly just putting out singles as themselves and just they're putting out singles and may and they don't even have to be part of an album. Yeah. And that was not that's still sort of a new idea in the music industry that you can just put out a song because you want to put out a song whenever you want. Where previously you would put out a single and then eventually you would find out that it's like part of an upcoming album. That's not necessarily the case now. Mm-hmm. So to your point about it not fitting, had that song, had um, You Still Won't Know What It's Like, come and be a thing starting in 2017, 2018, we would be having a different conversation because she might have just put out for fun just because she could. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, that was a big tangent, but great song. That's what they um, listen to the podcast for, Pam, our totally. random to Kelly hear, tangents. To hear me rant. Okay. <laughs> the next one I think was on Jeremy's list. It is called Don't. Um, major fan favorite. She performed it, I think, during the Breakaway Tour. As we said, it was like the first song that she performed live. That was like a Kelly original that wasn't actually out yet. And we were like, oh, my God, this is so cool. So different. Um, and I think it was like about 10 years ago or so ish that we finally because like for years we would all obsess over like bootleg versions from tour yeah. we would obsess over it and i don't know i'll guesstimate and say about a decade ago we got an actual studio i mean it's rough it's definitely not finished but it's like definitely like a studio version with harmonies and like it was just so cool to hear hear it what it what she envisioned mm-hmm. rather than just like an acoustic guitar or whatever was on tour we actually got like a full production and just a beautiful heartbreaking song yeah Um, yeah i I, I forgot that you know when she performed it on tour it was just i believe it was just her and jimmy was that who it was that was playing guitar that tour i don't remember danny i don't know might have been danny yeah um but yeah we didn't get the harmonies but then when they did the demo version they did throw the harmonies on there and there it did add something to the song so I agree. Yeah, the uh, the studio version is is much better than just what we got uh, on tour. Obviously, yeah. 
All right. I got three more. My next one is a song that I definitely neglected at the time. And then as, as time has gone on, I've been listening to it more and more. It's a song called Poison Candy. Oh, my God. And- I haven't thought of this song forever. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I'm pretty sure she's only performed this once. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I think it was on the All Ever Wanted pre-shows in 2009 in St. Charles. And I really think this could have been on an album. Like, maybe could have been a single. It's just, it's acoustic, but it still has, like, that upbeat vibe to it, which mm-hmm. I think people love. Um, and I don't really have a lot of comments on it, but I it, I always forget it, it exists, and clearly you did, too. Yeah, I, I haven't heard this song in forever. I'm going to need to go dig that out. I know I have it somewhere, but yeah, I haven't heard this song forever. And what a cool title. Like, you're never going to find another title, like, like, another song that has this title. So it just really... I don't know. It's always just stood out to me because I'm just like, what is poison candy? Like, what? <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, the next one is one that Jeremy definitely mentioned. It is All I Know. Uh, I think she performed it. Was this the one that she only performed once? Might have been. I think so. It was during like the either Breakaway or Hazel Eyes tour. I could be wrong. I didn't even go to that to either of those tours. But I think she only sang it once. Um, just Guitar, I think it was her and Danny. And it reminds me a lot of Why by Annie Lennox, Mm. which is interesting because she performed that song on tour right around then. So it's just like, it's a pretty heartbreaking song, but I think, and I know a lot of people love it. A lot of people eat it up. I think this definitely could have made an album and maybe this is another RCA vault one that Clearly, people are still talking about, as we see on the Kelly Clarkson show in 2022 and the song yeah. from like 2005. You know, I, I I think I would love for the song to have some sort of like resurgence, whether that's just on Twitter or maybe one day we'll hear a version of it, you know, for a uh, My December breakaway, whatever that might be, anniversary yeah. edition. It could happen. You never know. I like it. Yeah. All right. I got one more, and it is a song that I forgot existed. Uh-oh. Like, forgot entirely. You made as you might have as well. It's a song called Racehorse. You know, I I looked at this song for my list, and <laughs> it obviously didn't make my list. <laughs> I was like, and it's one of those songs I never ever 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 thing to listen to and i really don't think i've even listened to it that much in my lifetime maybe 10 15 times max ever but i was just going through my list and i'm like all right let me listen to this one again let me i forgot what it sounds like it is one of the most unique songs she has ever done Mm -hmm. it's very haunting um definitely could have fit my december and i'm pretty sure i think it was for that album i'm pretty sure david khan who is the producer who worked on my December worked on this and has spoken about this song before. It is so haunting. It is such, such sad lyrics, if you think about it. Yeah. And um, my favorite part about it is I think it has, correct me if I'm wrong about the instrumentation, but like, I think there's some like sitar on there, which Kelly, Kelly, it's like sitar and like maybe violin. It is so cool and something that you would never expect to hear from her. And we have never gotten this vibe from her ever again. It is, I think, truly one of the most unique sounding songs she's ever worked on that we've heard. And um, the reason why I put it at the end is because I felt like it had that sad Irvine kind of vibe. And I do I, I do like when um, albums end with some sort of, I guess, kind of a ballad, as you were saying. Yeah. Something a little bit slower. And uh, I don't know that this one's up on YouTube, or I, I'm I'm hoping it is. But man, what a cool song! And she needs to bring, you know, go back and work with David Kahn on the the next album, even just for one track. Bring something back like this. This is a cool song, and when people hear this, they will not be thinking it is Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, I looked at this song, and I I would love to say that I gave it the same kind of consideration that. You did, but I think I I put it on and then I went, no. (laughs) (laughs) You know why? Because it starts off a little slower. You have to get into it and that's where it builds up and picks up. So 
give it a full listen at some point. It's cool. And like, make sure like set like a vibe. It's very vibey. Like <laughs> lights down low, chilling and listen to it. It's just very haunting. I love it. Yeah. Um, all right. Hey. Let me run down my list. My list of my dream demo unreleased Kelly album is You Need to Shut Your Pretty Face, Baby Blue Eyes, Anymore, Come Here, One More Yesterday, Love in These Eyes, Break the Silence, You Still Won't Know What It's Like, Don't, Poison Candy, All I Know, and Racehorse. And then what songs again did you think could be singles from yours? Um, One More Yesterday, Love in These Eyes, Break the Silence, uh, and Poison Candy. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. All right. It's a good yeah. list. I, I Again, like you said earlier, I love that we didn't have a lot of overlapping choices from our particular uh, albums. Which is something we always risk when we don't share our list with each other. Yeah. But it worked out. I think we, we nailed it. High five. Yay. Um, you know, I think actually, I think mine is more mainstream than yours is. You think? I do. And maybe it's just because I have been looking at these songs for, you know, the better part of a decade. But uh, yeah, I think that mine are more, maybe more well known and oh. maybe more often heard. I don't know. Guys, let us know <laughs> who has the more mainstream list. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm. I'm very curious. I thought some of mine were really obvious ones, but maybe they're not. And that that's that's actually nice to hear. I mean, you do have a couple of really obvious ones in there with the with anymore and come here, but Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, quite honestly, I forgot about even considering baby blue eyes. Um, I didn't even consider one more yesterday. So yeah, I mean, that's interesting. I didn't consider drowning, getaway. Like, I didn't none of those. Mm-hmm. You said Getaway, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was yeah, my yeah, first. Okay. That's my first song. That was the first one. Right, right. Yeah. So, I, you know, it may, it's just our perspective, which is cool. Um, I think that a lot of people have that. Like, I don't know anyone. I mean, I could definitely be wrong, but I don't know anyone who's like so well versed and knows all the demos so well. And I'm like, I know a lot better than others. Some of them I mean, I've, I've barely listened to. You don't think that Chelsea would know would know them? Maybe Chelsea would. I yeah. Should, yeah, Chelsea, let us know. <laughs> Chelsea is our unofficial Kelly uh, encyclopedia for, Fact for checker. knowledge. Yes. Fact checker. Um, well, and if anything, you know, hopefully, like Pam said earlier, you know, a lot of these songs are out there. They're on YouTube. They're on various video sharing sites. So, you know, this might be a case where, especially if you are, again, like Pam said earlier, if you are a newer fan and you haven't been exposed to some of these songs, Maybe we've opened the door for you to check out some songs either that you've never heard or maybe reminded you about a song that you haven't heard in a really long time, like I myself was for some of these. Um, maybe this is your this is your sign to go and do a deep dive after you get done listening to the episode and go and track these songs down and listen to them. And we would obviously love to see what your demo unreleased album might look like so please by all means feel free to send those to us uh, on our social medias at miss into podcast we're on facebook instagram twitter and uh, we would love to see uh, what you guys would choose for your unreleased album yeah and also go back and listen you're gonna have to scroll quite a bit back uh we did an episode i think it was early 2021 i think mm -hmm. and we did a full well, not full, semi-full breakdown of a lot more of Kelly's unreleased songs, demos, all that stuff. We mentioned a lot more than just these. Yeah. So you're definitely definitely want to check that out as well if you haven't already. If you're looking so, for the the hot takes on shit and fame and wash, rinse, repeat. And wash, rinse, repeat. <laughs> oh, man. Like I – did you have like a short list? Like, were, were there a few on here that you just ended up cutting? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I had a few. As a matter of fact, I did. Um, I let's, let's see. I didn't check off my last one that I did there. Uh, Where are you now? Was also on my list. Uh, so far apart. Close your eyes and with Ooh. a little bit of luck. Close your eyes and with a little bit of luck. Those are so good. Those were on my short list. As was. Um, Wash, rinse, repeat was on mine. Was I it just really? Just because it's so funny. Uh, I didn't include it, though, for good reason. Um, and I also had 
also for for laughs, I initially had Cleopatra. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. I'm sorry. I know it's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's a damn good song. Is it though? I think it's great. There might be a reason why I didn't make it out of the demo stage. Well, there's a lot of songs here that didn't make it out of the demo stage that are fantastic. That's so. true, but they can't all be winners. Oh, whatever. Okay, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, let us know what you think. Um, and as always, we really appreciate it if you listen to us on Apple Podcast, leaving us a rating and slash or review. Um, and if you listen on the Spotify app, you can also leave a rating there as well. All this will really help us have other Kelly fans discover us. Um, helps the whole algorithm. Yay, we love that. Um, and that's really about it from us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Yes. Until then, we will see you guys next time. See ya. You've been listening to Miss Indie Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. Miss Indie Podcast was written and produced by Jeremy and Pam. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you'll be the first to know when a new podcast is posted. Continue the conversation by following the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Miss Indie Podcast. Send us your questions and comments to missindiepodcast at gmail.com.